Welcome to the Regular Guys Random Things Weekly Podcast. Thanks again for listening to these regular guys talk about the most random things. So sit back and relax while they get started. Hey everyone, welcome back. We're here for another week of the RGRT podcast. Everyone knows what RGRT stands for by now? Uh, regular things, random turd, something like that. <laughs> no. You're the turd. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, well, off to that great start. I'm your host Scott. I'm joined with Destin. How's it going? And John. Yo. John threw me for a loop today because usually he sits up opposite me, and that's why I usually go to him first because he's right in my line of sight. But not today. Today I have to look to my left to see him. I get to stare into his beautiful, <laughs> ugly eyes. What That's color are your eyes? Moron. I'm blue. I couldn't blue. tell what color they were. I That's think why they're I blue. Ugly. They're like blue gray. <coughs> they're like not super blue. Kind of brownish though. Sometimes. Nope. <laughs> no brown. Mostly brown. Just my poop. <laughs> What's up with you and poop today? You've already <laughs> had two poop references. We're <laughs> a minute into the show. <laughs> uh, maybe it's my my. Uh, you need to go. Take my, care of some business. My before. keto bars look like poop. Maybe that's what it is. Oh, jeez, gross! And you eat them? What do they taste like? They, well, they don't taste like poop. They taste delicious. <laughs> nice. What are they like? Protein bars? Yeah. Which did you make them? them? No, I didn't make them. Um, they're whey, and apparently, they have a good carb to. Is that um, what you eat all day? No, I don't eat them all day. In fact, most days I don't eat them at all. Where'd you buy them at? Costco. And they're keto or they're Atkins? Keto. Hmm. Well, what's the difference? Atkins is a little bit different. They don't care about the carb macro. Yeah, they're keto. Then. So they'll be a lot more, they'll be uh, higher in carb. I saw on KSL.com that the <coughs> keto diet is all garbage. Blah, 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 blah. And the article's written by someone who makes money off of preying on other people's diet plans. Yeah, but if keto worked, she would offer keto diets and make a lot of money that way, too. Dude, if you go to a Chevy dealership and talk to a Chevy salesman, he's going to tell you how crappy a Ford truck is. So Daniel yeah, and but I... A Chevy salesman can't change. This girl could change in a heartbeat and start offering keto meals. She's totally looking out for your health by not offering keto because keto. it doesn't work. I read the article. It said right there, don't D- do it. It's Daniel because she I, has $700 a month subscription to not be keto and be in her other plan. I'll, uh, tell, you, I'll tell you right now, the proof's in the pudding. And the other thing is, um, Daniel and I were talking about it, and on YouTube... We have not found any keto or intermittent fasting evangelists that are f- that are large. That's interesting. I just like pushing your guys' buttons on this because it's so much fun. I clearly, <laughs> you clearly, so fired up about it. Clearly, you no, it's not keto. that we get fired up about it. If you gave me a real article that had some proof I behind it, a real article. The problem, yeah, I did. But the lady who wrote the article makes money off of diet plans that she creates that aren't keto. So of course she's going to be biased because her business model is based on very easily sell keto meals if they were healthy for people. But they're obviously not because she said so. So she doesn't sell them to save people's lives. When she changes that subscription model that she charges an arm and leg for to a keto plan, then we'll revisit her her emails. Well, she'll never do that because it's bad for her clients. She probably not good. She probably should because she's going to start losing money because keto's where it's at. I went um, and got some dinner, and I was with friends, and they got some. Hold on, hold on, stop for a second. John, what did you do this week? I went to dinner with some friends, <laughs> and they got burnt ends at R and R. And oh, someone told me they saw you at R and R. My buddy David, he said. I think I saw... David? Yeah. Why didn't he say hi? I never met the guy. He's like, I wasn't positive it was him or not because I've only seen his face on the podcast, but he said, I'm pretty oh. sure. And you know what I said to him? I said, it wasn't John. And they said, why? And I said, because John doesn't like pork, and so he won't go to R&R unless Guess we drag him there. what I had? Pork? Chicken. <laughs> and it's freaking good. 
at R and R. I know it is. I know it is good, but I just don't. I just don't see you go, making an effort to go to R and R unless someone else drags you there. So my friend gave us some options, and R and R was on the list. And of the options that I was given, R and R sounded the most fun. And guess what I got there? Chicken, 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 I just chicken, chicken salad, burnt ends, or something like that. So I was going to say, and this relates to the keto thing. Um, the friend's wife got burnt ends, and they were really fatty. That's because it's brisket burnt ends. Which is fine. But in the keto world, um, when you're fat adapted, that fat's actually really good. And Daniel and I have talked about how lard animal fat has been given a really bad name in favor of some of these vegetable fats, vegetable oils. And, um, and that some research shows that actually the animal fat is much better for you than the demonization that it got. And so she didn't, anyway, she didn't like it and she didn't want to eat it because it was super chewy and fatty. So I tried a bite and oh my goodness, it had such good flavor. <laughs> it was, yeah. it was like super delicious. Now I get it. The texture was funky, but I could have easily polished that off. I'm pretty sure I'm fat adapted. Are you? <laughs> yeah. Just look right here. <laughs> yeah. You've definitely adapted. I have adapted very well <laughs> to the fat. Anyway, so it, diet's a funny thing. and um, What did everybody else get? I got a salad. Elizabeth got a brisket salad. Um, Chopped or sliced brisket on her salad? Um, it, I want to say cubed. What, what do they call that? Well, when you get it cubed at R&R, that's basically the burnt ends, so they're usually a little bit fattier. Mm. And I got to always remind my wife about that because she doesn't like that fat in the brisket. So I'm always like, get your brisket sliced because it'll come from the flat and not the cap. And it'll be leaner, I guess. Not necessarily lean, but leaner. Yeah. Once I found out that the fat, the animal fat's not a demon, I... I have been able to embrace the flavor better. And this is true for bacon as well. Are you fat adapted? I'm not super fat adapted, but um, but I don't have a lot of of carb sugar. So I have to get my energy from somewhere, and I typically get it from fat. Is that what it means to be fat adapted? Uh, yeah. You get your main energy from yeah. fat instead mm-hmm. of something else? Yeah. Which is the whole premise of keto is right. if you get all of your energy from carbohydrates you never burn any fat in your body you just store more you know excess carbs as fat so if you turn to a fat adapted diet then you consume fat and then your body also consumes excess fat from your body hence the reason why i'm losing my belly yeah yeah so it sounds like fat adapted is almost an oxymoron because if you get fat adapted you get skinny is that what i'm hearing you get skinny so so here's the thing though, Scott. Here's the most valuable thing I've learned from from these uh studies and stuff. Let me guess, hold on. You wanna know the most valuable thing I've heard come out of your two mouths? Poop? Bacon. <laughs> bacon. bacon. Meat. Um now the most valuable thing that I've discovered from this is energy source. And we basically have two that we that we use, carbohydrates and fat. Those are two ways that we generate sugar and have energy. And one of the big problems we have is we, we often combine them. So we'll have fat with carbs and that typically will just turn to fat in us because we can't, we don't, we aren't active enough to burn that. My favorite thing in the whole world is when you go to the candy aisle and you look at all these candies, like big bags of licorice and they say fat free and you're like, Ooh, well I can eat all the whole bag if I want because it's fat free. Yeah. That's not how that works. But yeah, that so is So licorice is not fat adapted? <laughs> no, it's no. carbo. Carb intense, which is fine. I mean, again, if you view it in the form of energy, then you can think, how much energy do I need to eat? And if I want to eat that, have I already exceeded my energy for the day? And if I have, then that's so the fat. So what if you don't exceed your energy for the day, but you have fat and carb energy take in? That's fine. Okay. It's fine. You just probably won't go into sure ketosis and you probably won't burn any of your internal fat. Like my brother, he's super skinny, um, looks very nice, but really no fat at all. Zero. And for him, intermittent fasting is not really very helpful. In fact, in many ways, I think it's not good for him. Um, and so he could actually get away with ridiculous carbs or whatever because he's so nice. skinny. He's not trying to get into the reserves like I am. I have lots of reserves. Well, you, you know, 
when I ate a lot of carbohydrates, I had a tendency to crave carbohydrates. Yeah. And so now that I don't eat a lot of carbohydrates, I've kind of flip-flopped on that. I'm not in a snack mode all the time. And so even though I don't burn a whole lot of calories, I also don't consume as many calories as I did before because I'm not always constantly looking for something to snack on. And they say that fat's a slower burn. Like carbs are a faster burn. And that's known. If you're a swimmer, you carb load. You don't fat load, right? Right. You want to have explosive energy or whatever. Because it breaks down into sugar much easier than fats do. Fat is long-term storage. Yeah. So there are advantages to each one if you're an athlete, but all right. That's well, that's enough of that. Yeah. We went way yeah. too long on yeah. on that. That was my week. That, that, so we what? we covered what you did for the week. Guess what? You went what? to dinner. That wasn't even what I was all thinking right. to well, tell you. What else you got? So in my garage, um, well, we got a new car. I, I don't think I've told you that. I'm pretty sure you did. You I, did, bro. I don't think I did. You I think did, you told it you twice because last time one of our listeners said, yeah, you already covered the new car thing. I don't think so. I, I know you're really proud of it, so go ahead and tell us again. Well, we, we, got, a, we got a Highlander. Is it the... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, where did that come from? When you're done. <laughs> there can be only one? <laughs> anyway. So Nobody gets my, there can be only one I get it, I get it. Highlander. Um, So anyway, because we have that vehicle, we had to take down some storage in the garage that's um, floor standing storage. And uh, I found through some research and some YouTubing a company that does ceiling mounted uh, storage racks, right? And so I installed one of those and I was able to um, put my storage like organized again because with that I had to take out one of the floor standing shelves. So I did that on Saturday and it took literally all day and the the air was crap and it was almost 100 degrees and it was miserable. So yeah, that's done. Boom. Dustin, what'd you do? Oh, um, geez. Uh, Well, um, I actually did some work around the yard. Also on Saturday, um, we have these two great big giant linden trees in the backyard. You guys probably know what the ones I'm talking about at the end of my yard by where I do the smoking. And they, they're they a pretty dirty tree. And so Erica wants to cut them down. But that's like, I don't know, 20 years of shade growth there, you know. So there's great big giant trees. They shade my whole yard. And she wants to take them down. And so I've, I've kind of just come to the agreement that I just want to get rid of these trees because... It's they're pretty dirty and it's not making her happy to have these trees. And although I would rather have the shade, that sounds uh, like a movie, dirty old trees, (laughs) dirty old trees. So she came to me on Friday and said, Hey, I got a solution. We're not going to cut down those trees. And I'm like, no, we're going to cut down those trees. So now we flip flop. Now she doesn't want to cut down the trees. And I do because I know that she's just not going to be happy with those trees in the backyard. So she's like, we're not going to cut those trees down. I'm like, yeah, we are. So, She's like, I think we should do this. We should trim these trees up really high and tight and see if we can get them, you know. But I'm like, it's still going to be dirty. So I spent the day Saturday mowing the lawn and uh, trimming up these trees and getting everything done. And then um, did a bunch of other yard work, kind of worked on my my little workshop slash shed space that uh, I'm trying to keep moving stuff around because I need the room. Because I got these two 55-gallon drums. You should get rid of those 55-gallon <laughs> drums in there. I should. If someone would just come work on theirs and be done with it, we would be done. But you should uh, just sell it for like 20 bucks. Well, it's like 90% done. All it needs to be is cleaned and painted and then assembled. It's not like there's like, we've already made your basket. We've already done the hard stuff. That's true. What, so, is, what does the basket hold? Charcoal. And wood, hmm. and wood hmm. for smoke. Hmm. It would honestly take him like an hour. Well, if you were ever home when I was home, and I could come over, but home every night. No, you're not. Yeah, that isn't true. Yeah. Almost every night. That isn't true. When I drive by and I look, your garage door is shut and your cars are gone. That's because I'm down in the basement playing Destiny. Oh, well, I'm not even doing that, that anymore. That is also not true. <laughs> 
No, but that's that's kind of what I what I did on Saturday. Is uh, she happy with the trees? Yeah, she likes what, what I did. Did you done. take pictures? No. I'd like to see what you did. I didn't even use my chainsaw. I just got up with a sawzall and a ladder. I was like, dude, that yeah. sawzall is awesome. I did yeah. a lot of I do a lot of my pruning with a sawzall, and I did chop down a lot of a tree with a sawzall. I had to use a chainsaw for some parts, but I use a sawzall for much of it. What makes a tree dirty? It drops it. So those linen trees, they drop this. They grow a little bud that um, drops all of this flaky stuff, and it's kind of sticky. Oh, that's way different than what I was thinking. So, oh wow. <laughs> okay. Huh? Well, tell us what you were thinking, Scott. No, that uh, you're right. That's exactly what I was thinking. You're thinking hardwood. <laughs> what trees? <laughs> <laughs> okay, moving on. Scott, what'd you do? You know, this week has been horrible, and I'm so tired of this uh, weather. I feel like crap every day. I can't go outside. I'm outside for ten minutes, and I can't breathe anymore. I have headaches all the time. Um, it's just been really bad. They they say the older you get, the more it affects you, right? So, I guess I'm in the vulnerable category now, just which barely sucks, though, right? Sure, just barely. <laughs> Just by this tiny smidgen, <laughs> everyone smidgen. who's a grandpa raised their hand. <laughs> oh, that's Scott. Yeah, that's me. So, yeah, and it, you know, and it really, it's horrible because you, you take for granted breathing and, you know, being able to go outside and do something and, and now I can't and it really sucks. I so, have projects in my yard that I just have no motivation to do because it's so gross outside. I've, I've never had a problem with it before. I don't know if it's worse this year. I mean, it's really bad the, this year. The it's fires really are bad this really year. bad this year. So, but, you know, I've never had problems with the with the air being clean or not clean in the past. But this year, yeah, it's just killing me. And I'm so tired of it. And I'm ready for it to be done. It's like we're in a gigantic smoker. Yeah. We are. Yeah. We're smoked bacon now. Yeah. Some <laughs> big giant's going to be like, mm, yummy smoked human. Yeah. Sick. Everyone thought that California was going to die in the ocean. No, it's going to die by fire. It's just going to burn all up. It's going to burn. That sounds like some kind of biblical prophecy. I know. And the other crazy thing is how we share air. Because it's invisible to the eye, we don't think about it a bunch. We kind of think about it like, oh, if California got snow, we're going to get some weather, you know, possibly. But you don't think about it a ton. And when they say when Mount St. Helen uh, erupted that that ash and fallout just went so far, it's hard to imagine. And then here we have a, a fire in California and it affects our air. And it's like, oh, yeah, we really do share this air. Well, they've said that the California smoke has reached New York City now. No. Way. So it's it's basically blanketed That's the entire thousands of miles. Yeah. Blanketed the whole over a thousand country. at least. I'm not sure how many thousand, but it's over a thousand. Well, I know it's really bad here, so yeah. that sucks. I'm really looking forward to whatever it takes to get rid of it. Let me know if you need a massage or something. <laughs> um, okay. <laughs> uh, offers will, offers uh, on the table. I will let you know. Okay. Man, Yikes. We got a sound clip for that. Yeah, you better find one. <laughs> <laughs> There's got to be better than that for yeah. that one. Come on. Dustin's got a new toy here. He's got a little soundboard with all his sounds on it. Why don't you play a couple new. of it for us? Let I, our listeners know what they can expect. I built these a long time ago, but I never uh, Bruh. I never used them. I think that that would have been more appropriate than the brumch. But today I was like, hey, look, I got all of these. <laughs> That's pretty funny. That would have been that good. That would have been a good one. Yeah. This one's for John. Did you eat a lot of paint chips when you were a kid? <laughs> 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 oh, that's the one I'm going to use a lot. You know what I want to add to that is some Nacho Libre sound clips. He's got I'm some great... I'm a dude playing a dude disguised as another dude. Yeah, or like a Nacho Libre. Say it again to my face. There you go. Save go me a piece him. of that corn for later. Dustin looks like he's got a couple <laughs> of extra squares he can fit on his little thing here, so... I don't unless I want to buy the full version of the Oh, <laughs> I'm, I'm maxed out. Bazinga. 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 
That's my favorite right there. Well, Scott, what are we doing today? So, yes, thanks for getting me back on track. My brain's mush today because, like I said, I feel like crap. So today we have come up with a list of highly dangerous things. Extreme hobbies. Marriage? Extreme hobbies. Yes, it's on the list. Marriage is really yes, on the list? Sure. <laughs> it should be. <laughs> so extreme hobbies. Dustin has a list. We're going to go through these one by one and we're going to talk about them and decide if we would do them or not. Would you or would you not? Would you rather not do these or would you <laughs> rather do these? It's kind of an extreme bucket list. So some of these, let's see what we got. All right. What's the first one? Well, so what what hobbies do we currently have? What hobbies do you have, John? I love mountain biking. I love hiking. I love, I do like camping, but I don't love camping. It just depends. So maybe as it relates to vacation, I love RC, um, but I don't have the money i like a really lot of things a large number of things so what are you getting at did so you notice he forgot his one main hobby that, it, let's that just, he lives on let's say your top cheap. Your top three hobbies what are your top three hobbies um indoor i do enjoy first person shooters um and movies outdoor i i would say my number one is mountain biking followed up by hiking scott um i like video games now i didn't used to be a big video gamer but lately i have been um i do like board games um i like soccer do you sure, play we'll soccer so when you say i like soccer you know, is that your hobby or do you like watching it i like watching soccer okay he used to like to play i used to like to play until you broke and your I, knee until i broke my knee and i still kick the ball around occasionally is that part of you just kind of oh, squeaking into that territory again what? yeah it's, it's <laughs> Very much so. It sucks getting old. <laughs> what about you, Dustin? What are you? So three? I like I like to hunt and fish. That's kind of my big outdoorsy. Uh, I like to hike too, but hunting and fishing are my two big outdoorsy thing. And then we play a lot of games, board games, card games, and now I've I've also started to play a little bit of video games. And then uh, I like to build stuff. I guess I like to tinker around. So that kind of incorporates my rc hobby plus my shop type hobby type stuff building stuff so nothing extreme i guess all nothing right so list. let's hear what an extreme one is okay so the first one is uh, skydiving or wingsuit you know the wingsuits you know i <clears throat> i would totally go skydiving i think that looks awesome i actually think that um we ought to do it as a podcast that would be hilarious. And we ought to um, allow our wives to join. Well, Holly's all, never going to jump in. It out doesn't of matter. She doesn't have to. But I'm just saying um, when you go skydiving, uh, you typically get a group discount. So if you get like five people to agree to it, um, it's typically much more reasonably priced. So my point is, is if we go together and we allow our wives to, if they want to, then that helps uh, increase the discount. And if they don't jump out of the plane? Well, that's a whole other story. Um, so we're going to pay for extra to get a discount yeah. so our wives if, won't if jump the out wi- of the plane. If the wives don't jump out of the planes, then we'll, we will need backup uh, jumpers. I, I don't know if Erica would jump out of a plane or not. I think she would. I think would you? Would. I would, yeah, for sure. It's would totally you do the wingsuit? I would love to do the wingsuit. You can't uh, do the wingsuit. There's sure no way I'm doing the wingsuit. You'd have to be certified first. Okay, well, let's just say let's that... Let's say you did. Okay. All, all you've, you've spent your 100 hours jumping out. I would love to do I'd the wingsuit. So Absolutely let's just say, suit. would you be willing to get certified? I mean, would you be willing to do it if you could? Yes. If you knew how. And, and it's I, not about knowing how. It's expensive. Well, so... so I would never do the wingsuit. We, that looks crazy. We got to look at these hobbies as... Let's just say we're rich and money's not a barrier. So time and money's not a barrier on these okay. on these hobbies. I would, yes. No way. Would you wingsuit through like no. canyons where you dodge in nope. and out of like cliffs those, and stuff like that? No. Guys who are no going through like tiny holes and no. stuff. I totally I, would. Uh uh-uh. uh. That's that is the most extreme that sport gets until you're dead. I saw a guy wingsuit onto an airplane. That's pretty cool. That's yeah, sketchy. Red but Bull, right? Yeah. The Red Bull plane, yeah. That, that was... Dude, walking across the street to the 
other side of the bunker, the other bunker building is just as dangerous as wingsuiting. No, it's not. Okay, hold on though. Yeah. I am not opposed to wingsuiting. And Scott, you have to understand when you wingsuit, you still pull your chute. You don't land on the ground after having you know the wingsuit. All the wingsuit does is make you more mobile when you're in the air. That's uh, it. Oh well, okay. Right. All my experience with wingsuit is watching YouTube videos of people do really stupid stuff on it. So no. maybe. I, maybe I'm associating that with wingsuiting, yeah. and I would not do what they do. Yeah. That, to me, I wouldn't do that either because it's just like mountain biking. I can mountain bike at the level that I'm at and be fairly safe, or I could do Rampage, Red Bull Rampage, where I'm dropping off the sides of freaking uh, southern Utah cliffs. I'm not doing that. What I'm, if the, I'm good with my level of with my level of extremeness. What if the dude going wingsuit into the plane missed and then got chopped up by the propeller? That would have sucked. That would have been so gross. That and they would have and they would have filmed it and then they would have said, "Do mm. we air this or do we not air this?" You know. And they would have had a tough time deciding too because I have seen though some wingsuit things where they're coming down and they hit these balloons that are in really sketchy spots, that is serious. Awesomeness. Awesomeness. That is so seriously cool, but I wouldn't do it if I did wingsuit. I would let them do it, but I would like yeah. to wingsuit. I might wingsuit over Kansas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Through the cornfield. Yeah. <laughs> right. Sure. Where there's nothing to run into. <laughs> yeah. Just flat. Sure. All right. You <laughs> could do two at once. Just jump out of a plane in a wingsuit. Like the dudes in China... Where they where they have the big rocks that that shoot up and they're like, yeah, crazy. I'm not doing that. Well, how about this? What if in the future, in West Jordan, there's just a tower that's like a thousand feet tall, and you take the elevator to the top, and then you just jump off and you wingsuit to work. That would be cool. I'd do it. How long is the elevator? Is it 45 minutes to get to the it's top? High, it's high speed. Since <laughs> they're building a thousand foot tower, it's high speed. It's okay. like three seconds to get to the top. I'd do it. Those Gs would it, kill it just, you. It just shoots you straight up they kill out you. of the tower. You die in the elevator. You actually get in a gigantic slingshot, and it slingshots you straight up in the air, and then you wingsuit to work. Okay, one more um, related to wingsuits. Have you seen, and Red Bull does a lot to push this, have you seen the um, jet packs? That, yeah. they're, that they're using in Dubai and stuff. Yeah. Do you know what those are? Those are actually RC turbines. Really? Yeah. Those are the same turbines that they used to power like large scale RC models with. That's cool. It's the exact same thing. Wow. So, let's so they're one. basically strapping an RC plane onto their back. And do you know how much those turbines cost a piece? How much? Like sixteen dollars to $2,000. We can all chip in. That'd be cool to have our own little flight suit. No, Those no, suits we're are talking, freaking cool. We're talking one turbine. We're not talking yeah, but you multiple said, turbines. You said we're unlimited funds, dude. We're rich. Well, here's one more point. Those suckers, I've never seen one take off from the ground. They drop out of They drop plane. out of planes. Yeah. So um, even if we did get one, we'd have to also get the plane. There is a new turbine hoverboard type thing that they stand on, and it'll take off from the ground. Oh. And then they wear a backpack full of fuel. <laughs> I thought it was that a parachute. safe. I thought it was a parachute at first. I was like... Wow, they got a parachute. They're not very high off the ground to do a parachute. And then I realized that's where they put all the fuel is in their backpack. You got to send me a link to that. Big giant can of gasoline strapped to your back. It's like kerosene too. So So I would also do those. I would do that too. In addition to the squirrel suit. We got to move on. We got to keep going. What's the next one? Uh, Deep sea diving slash treasure hunting. Yes. Oh, yes. Absolutely. But like, we're not talking like off the reef of uh, California. We're talking, or uh, Australia. We're talking deep sea like diving. you have to take a submersible down to get down there uh you can only let, go so deep i would say just as deep as you could go with scuba gear sure you'd still do it you yeah. have no fear of the dark or fear of the no how, I have no d- fear how deep of, i don't know deep sea hmm. probably um, at least how like deep 100, would you go? 100 to 200 meters down Oh, seriously, we can't get past an episode without him making some kind of would you rather. Uh, that's what she said joke. All right, so um, I would do that. Sign me up. Yep, I'm in. I should have moved these around. So the, the next one is base jumping off of cliffs or buildings. Nope, not interested. N- no? So in it's basically, suit? no, just cliff 
base jumping. So that's parachuting, but instead of jumping out of a plane, you jump off a cliff or a tall antenna or a tall I'd building. I'd jump out of a plane. Yeah, me too. It's See, not worth it. I think I think base jumping is more feasible for me. I would be more inclined to base jump. Because you don't need fun. a plane to do it. Yeah. You can just go pick your own cliff and jump off. Uh, exactly. You yep. don't need to pay anyone. I've seen way too many of those go wrong. And when they go wrong, your chute doesn't open right, and you slam into the rock face and fall quickly to your freaking broken boneness. No thanks. I'm good. Not worth it. Yeah, it's I'd like a win-win. A you get to hike, and you get to I get it. skydive. I get it, but it's not worth it for me. I'm jumping out of a plane. Yeah. All right. Guess I'm the only one. We were yeah. fast on that one. Uh. Go kart racing with high powered go karts, not these little Briggs and Stratton five horse like the 120 cc. Like where? Where you gotta, got to wear? Like it. down city streets and stuff, or like on a track, or a track. Um, where are we doing I'm this racing? It's a track. Well, let's say both. Well, it could be because you think the guys that go race at tracks, they never take it around the neighborhood or take it up the canyon and zip down the roads. I did the go-kart racing in the corporate games at my last employer and it was a blast and granted those are not the high powered ones of course but um i really enjoyed it now i will say one thing those are really uncomfortable seats and there are lots of g-forces so i would probably need to do some exercising to be in shape for that but yeah, that sounds like a blast. It's all right, bro. You're on a keto plan, so That's you'll right. be there yeah. soon. Yeah. Scott, on the other hand, no, I'm Scott, fat adapted. Scott's dude. fat adapted. He's going the other way. He's got to go to monster <laughs> trucks. He can't go go carts. <laughs> uh, hang gliding slash paragliding. I'm not super interested. That's not much different than base jumping, really. Although I would do hang gliding over base jumping. I would too, but I don't want to do either one. So. This one's like something I wanted. Like I want to find a way to do this. I want a paraglide, and then to top that off, I want a power paraglide. So you want one of those little lawnmower tied to a bicycle, tied to a strapped to your back? It's more like a it's more like a go kart engine on your back with a gigantic propeller. Yeah, the, they're about a hundred. The, the go kart one's different than the propeller strapped to your back one. I think Mister Dell has one that he'd sell you. Yeah, Del Shanzi. Yes, he does. <laughs> so Erica's uncle actually does power paragliding, and he has a trike, and he has the backpack stuff. So why haven't you done this? Because he lives in New Mexico. I haven't been in New Mexico. It's, but it's It's got a high danger factor for what you're doing. Why? And, and why do you think so? Because the whole, the whole point of this list, John, is they all have high danger factors. I'm saying the, the risk in this case is not worth the reward for me. That's all I'm saying. But you would skydive. Yes. So you would jump out of a plane with a closed chute and hope that chute opens, where when you go paragliding, you just have a chute. You fill it full of air, and then you take off. It doesn't work exactly like that, but yeah, I would rather do the plane. No. I I would. No. You have you your cray cray. Yeah. We can go down to the point of the mountain and take a paragliding class. It's not very expensive, and they'll let you run up and down the hill. We should do it. How much? I don't know. I consider it, but I'd rather jump out of an airplane. It really scares me to have. I've seen the shoot tangle, an already open shoot tangle, and stuff like that. And man, that that's terrifying. But to when me. you're doing crazy stuff, and then you have a reserve shoot, so it's not like you can kill yourself. I mean, I guess you could, but <laughs> not like you can kill your tail. Yeah, I don't know. All right, we'll go to the next one. I yeah. might do. So that. far, Dustin's like the the most brave of all. And you're the Biggest wimp. Whatever. I'm getting old. Whitewater rafting or whitewater kayaking? Nope. Yes. You would do that? I've already done that. That's way fun. How about the kayaking? Um, no, I've never done a kayak. That seems like a lot of work. I'd so rather like, be in the raft. Yeah, kayaks that you can go upside down in in the water over big rapids. That seems like a lot of paddling. Put me in a raft. Even the rafts are super dangerous, and my cousin's done a lot of it, and he told me stories about how they went down some crazy stuff and about diet and all that. And hey, but he didn't. This this isn't preschool hobbies. These are extreme hobbies. So, I, And I've signed up for a couple, and I'm not signing up for that one. So uh, on, on our honeymoon, 
Holly and I went up to Jackson Hole, and we actually went down the raft. And uh, because they let one person sit on the very front of the thing with their feet dangling over the front of the boat. Holding the rope. Holding the rope. Yeah. Call it riding the bull. Yeah. Yeah, and because it was our honeymoon, I got to do that. Oh, nice. And it was awesome. Scared the crap out of me, but it was awesome. <laughs> you, you can't what really river? say no. You're in front of all these people, and you look like a big wimp if you say no. What was, river? Uh, whatever river runs through... That's the snake, Jackson right? Hole, snake. And then there's a, it's a convergence. There the lunch and, counter is what the rapid was called. That I yeah, there, that there's a convergence of two rivers there. And it was so much fun. I'd love to do that again. I gotta look it up. I don't think maybe it's not the snake. How strong do you have snake? to be for that? Dude, you get into like a twelve man raft and you got twelve Dude, people rowing and one guy on a row rack, it's, it's you, not uh, super hard. You uh you get the pucker factor and you're you're strong enough, I guarantee it. Really? Yeah. Do you hurt after? Uh, no, I didn't. After really the hurt adrenaline after, but goes away, I'm sure you get the. So did you do it? So it is. So the Hoback Junction is where the two rivers come together, and that is the Snake River. They call that the Hoback Junction. Yeah, that's that's where the two rivers converge. Wonder how they came up with that one. <laughs> You gotta get your mind out of the gutter. Homeboy. I was not the one that named that. Okay, could have come up with lots of stuff. What's that other river called? Could have called it the Wishbone. Could have called it all kinds of stuff. <laughs> hmm. I don't know what the other name of the river is. It doesn't matter. What's the next one on the list? Uh, but that's fun. I would go water rafting again in a heartbeat. Rock climbing, big nope. wall, big wall climbing. So like nope. in El Capitan. And free soloing. Where no you free soloing. You wouldn't free solo? No. And but I might climb up something with a harness and stuff. Would you? But really, would you? I, Let me just tell you right now, Scott. I, my buddies love this sport. They love it. They love bouldering. They love rock climbing. And they do some free climbing. The amount of strength that you need uh, to that's do why this I'm, that's why I'm is hesitating. not small. No, it's no. quite fake large. It's not fake, fake news. news. It is not fake, fake news. news. No, it is fake not fake news. news. Can you climb a ladder? It is not. These roots are it, not climbing a ladder. No. Well, can you, can you climb a ladder? Can you climb a ladder and then are you done? So I would have to put a height limit on it. No. It, this is not a height It's not thing like I can me. climb 300 feet. There's no way I could climb 300 feet. I'm just not in that good Would shape. Would you guys do it? Would you commit to climbing but rocks if I set something up? I, I could easily climb the rocks, Dustin. I've done it. But the, the issue is when, when you're talking extreme rock, rock climbing and you have to, you know, get your fingers in a weird way and stick your foot out four feet in a... In a not every route's like that. I know that. But when you're talking this kind of extreme sport, that's what I'm picturing. I'm not picturing no, like rock, mom and rock pop. Cli- rock climbing itself... No matter skill level, if you're climbing uh, a five nine, you're climbing a five fourteen C. It's extreme. I, I can easily do a five I, nine I, in I a would, harness. I don't know what that means, but it I would difficulty. climb a ten foot rock. A di- okay, a that's, not, foot that's rock. not. That's not. No, no. <laughs> so you can have a five nine and have it be four hundred feet and be like climbing a ladder, like Dustin said. Well, or see, you I could can, have a fourteen C where you're basically upside down. And like twisted, and I, don't I can do, do that. something easy for like forty feet. Sweet. I'm in for that. Next man cave. We're we could, we could do that, but I got all the rock climbing gear. The only thing yeah. I probably don't have for you guys is shoes. We may have to go rent you shoes. Can we just have shoes? But go to like uh, a Taylorsville Rec Center and climb up the no. wall there. Real rocks Same are thing. more fun. No. Same thing. No, it's not. Real rocks are more fun, but I. I am not interested in the extreme rock climbing. This is like mountain biking again. If you want to give me some five nines that are just fun, you get out and have a good time, no problem. But but I have been on, I, I uh, lead climbed, I think, a, a 510 or a 511. Fake news. I did. And I almost died. In Fake my, news. In my mind. And I'm Fake like, news. It's not worth it. <laughs> I'm still friends with those buddies. They can They can attest to it. And they could tell you that we want I, my, life, my life flashed before my eyes. I'm like, I'm How good. How do you get down? Uh, so this is an interesting thing. When you're lead climbing, you haven't clipped into the next thing yet, right? That's the whole point. You're the leader, so you're clipping in as you go up. You're creating the clips for everybody else to clip into, right? Correct. So my fingers had exhausted 
and um, and I was shaking, and it's uncontrollable. There's nothing you can do about it. I remember thinking this is before I got married. I remember thinking, I don't even really like rock climbing, and, you're and gonna I die? and I really want to be married, and I have for so long. And here I am doing something I don't even like, and I'm going to die. I remember praying and saying, and can I just survive this so I can be married? he's hanging from a rope. No, no, no. I'm not hanging from a rope. I'm lead climbing. I am the rope. I yeah, yeah, connected to the, the rope. first clip, which is what, 10 feet off the ground? Uh, the route that I was on, I was 20 to 30 feet off the ground. I was not 10 feet off the ground. And if I did drop... The last spot I had clipped in was 10 feet below me, and I would have dropped. No, wait. You just said you were clipping into the first clip. No, no, the no. First, this is the, the very first last, bolt. No, the very last bolt. I'm at the very top where we're so all going to play on. You just right? f- you fall twice the length of the rope, and you. I've taken a ton of lead falls, and I've never once been worried about dying. Okay. The worst one I've, I've taken is swinging down from an overhang and back into the rock. But usually when you're just f- climbing a, a straight face... Yeah, okay, so you, you fall twice the distance of the rope. So if you're five feet above the, the top bolt or your last bolt, then you fall 10 feet. But usually just slide down and you catch that nice dynamic rope that stretches a little bit, gives you a nice cushy landing. Okay, we've already determined who has the biggest um, ego here. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, you asked me, I'm good. But if you want to go for man cave, that's fine. I've told you my limits and now you know them. I'm with you, John. Give me a <laughs> nice simple. Not, I'll do it. But it is not fun enough for the reward, in my opinion. I'll do it, but I don't want to do anything. I'll take you guys to some fun spots. Okay. And we'll climb I, some I'm fun perfectly spots. satisfied going to the Taylorsville Rec Center and climbing up their wall. I do, I do prefer outdoors. It is way more fun. I've got a nice little 5.6 that would just be fun for you to climb. And I'll lead it, and so you don't even have to worry about it. If John can belay, I'll lead it. I can belay. If not, I'll have to bring my wife. I can yeah, lead we better five, bring our wives to save us. I could lead a five six and as our well, kids. I got a I got a ton of kids harnesses we can use too. So I can lead a five six. I don't want to lead anything more than like a five nine though. All right, all right. What's next, next on the list? Uh, bungee jumping. Yep. Um. So this isn't bungee jumping at the Galleria Tower. We're talking like bungee tower off of bridges. And as long as it's properly engineered. And and the math has been done. That's fine. Yeah, I'm good with it. I'd do it. Motorcycle racing slash motocross. Would it? Would you do it? Oh yeah. Okay. I don't. I don't think there's anything on this list that I wouldn't do. But actually, but you have to understand, there's nothing on that list I wouldn't do either. There are just things on that list I'm not very interested in. So everything so far is stuff that I would like to to do. And there's degrees here, you know, like you said, bungee jumping at the gallery is one thing compared to jumping off a bridge into a river where your head gets wet just a little bit type of thing. Just the tip? Just the tip. Wow. Yeah, I mean, that that is different. But like I said, if the math is done, it should be okay. And you got to do the math. You're the guy. This is your hobby. You have to do the math. Math is hard. Then it absolutely would be done right. (laughs) I was a math teacher. Math is hard. Math can be hard. Motocross racing slash motorcycle racing. Yeah. Yeah, if I was yeah. good at it. I mean, really, the, the barrier there is do you suck or not? Motorcycles really don't hold much interest for me, to be perfectly honest. So, so I, I don't know. I'm, eh. I might try street racing, but I think I'm past the motocross stage. I, I, I used to desert race on a motorcycle and... It's pretty uncomfortable. It's a lot of hard falls and a lot of... And motocross, you're even higher and bigger in the air. I don't know. I I might try track racing, but I don't know if I'd motocross. Yeah, I'm probably out on that one. I have very little interest in motorcycles. This next one, I'm probably... I think I'm out on, too. Slacklining slash skywalking. So you slackline over a cliff or a gorge. It's actually a lot of fun. I'm out. Slacklining is a lot of fun. So I don't mind slacklining in the backyard when it's two feet off the ground, but I don't think I could slackline over a gorge. Yeah. Even though you have a safety tether, I can't do it. No way. I I, I am interested. I'm not I'm not out and I'm not all in. 
I guarantee that I'm falling, and I have no interest in that. If you slackline, you become pretty experienced, and you learn how to fall, and you learn how to get back up, and you, you... there are devices in place, but again, if I'm you're out. not interested, that's fine. I did. I've watched YouTube videos on on people that have done huge expanses, and how cool would it be for you to be thousands of feet in the air, standing like an angel, you know, and looking out? That would be pretty cool. That would be a little extraterrestrial for that one little gust of wind to blow you off your slack line. Well, you've got a tether, and you know how to get back up. Without a tether, would you do it? No. I don't know that I would do it with a tether right now, but I'm, like I said, I'm not a no, I'm not a yes on that one. Parkour. Absolutely. (laughs) If I had the body of a parkour-er, I would definitely parkour-er. I'm out. I'm out also. Really? Yeah, it's just a lot of... I don't. I don't it doesn't see even. It doesn't really interest me. A pill in running around and. I like the precision of it. It's way cool. I love watching it. And do you guys ever watch um, The Office? Yeah, I saw Ninja that parkour. Parkour. <laughs> American Ninja Warriors. I do. Yeah, that's yeah. pretty cool. Um, that's not very parkour-y, though. That's more like feats of strength than parkour. It's got a bit of parkour in it, I think. I will. I will not argue with you on this. That's good because you'd lose. <laughs> I okay. Ice ice climbing. Ice climbing. I think mm, sounds cold. I'm out. I I kind of agree with Scott on this one. Cold sports to me, I can't get comfortable. And I'll just go rock climbing and be good. Yeah, I I don't really care for cold weather sports, including skiing, snowboarding, and other cold weather sports. Because you can't really always climb during the winter and so but you can ice climb so the amount of gear that you would have to wear to rock climb in the winter is gonna make it almost impossible plus there's a lot of a lot of theory on tensile strength and blah 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 on on do you see that video on youtube and stuff so i'm still not sure what you're saying are you saying yes or no uh, I'm not an. I don't want to ice climb either. Did you see the YouTube video with the ice climber? And he's he's looped in above where he's at, but he sends his pick into the ice to do his next pull up, and the whole cone of ice drops, drops yeah. and then he's just dangling in the air. I'm like, no, I'm good. Yeah, it's it's too. I'm not interested enough. In too cold. Too unknown. Too random. It's too much like. gear. I mean, you, you got to trust on an axe and crampons on your feet and you got to drill in all your old bolts. I'm not into climbing enough to be into ice climbing. All right. Surfing, surfing, body surfing or skimboarding. Surfing's fun. And I, when I read the body surfing one, I thought it was pretty stupid. They're like body surfing where all you have is yourself and the elements (laughs) and you have no protection from the marine wildlife. And I'm like, that's dumb. You're like a driftwood rolling up on the shore. Yeah. I've done body surfing. I'd do it. Yeah. I I think that's fine. I would do it. I don't have a lot of interest in, I mean, I'd like to try surfing surfing. and I'd like to have a nice skimboard that I could try skimboarding with, but I did skimboarding. That just seems, I don't know. I have, I'd rather bodyboard than skimboard. That sounds like a hard fall into the sand to me. I surfed in California when I was there, and it's a full body workout. It's it's pretty tiring. It's kind of fun. It's probably more fun to me than rock climbing, but downhill mountain biking. Absolutely. <sighs> Maybe. It's a lot of fun. I like it too. I'd do it. I never got super serious because I didn't have the money to buy a nice bike. The problem bike, with but downhill mountain biking is getting uphill. Yeah, no, you ride no, the no, tram no. to the top. Yeah. Oh, you got a tram? Yeah. So you ride the ski, oh, ch- ski all right. lift. Downhill is different than like cross country. All right. Yeah. Well, maybe I'm back in then. Yeah. A lot of people actually do that around here. They'll ride the the um, ski trams up to Yeah, like location. Snowbird does it. And, and then ride down. Deer Valley does it. Does Brighton do it too? I don't know. That is something I'd be willing to do. 
with y'all. That sounds really dangerous. You biff it. You're rolling it's down high the whole speed. mountain. You gotta have a good bike too. No, you need a good bike, but it's not full like suspension you're down bike. A mountain. You're not on the cliff face typically. I mean, you can be, but not. not There's spots of a snowbird yeah. that you could. There are spots that end are up rolling down a mountainside on the skyline. Um, on um, oh, I can't actually remember what it's called right now, but on one of the trails you go past Desolation Lake, and on on the rim of des on the upper rim of Desolation Lake, it's really rocky and pretty sheer, so you could do yourself some harm there. But for the most part, you're not you're not in that kind of danger. Maybe you're in less danger than you are rock climbing, mountain biking. I think cliff diving. Nope. How high? So, have you guys ever been to Flaming Gorge? Yeah. So, if you go to Mustang Ridge Campground and you go out to the point of Sunny Cove, there's a couple of cliffs there, and they start at about ten feet, and then you go up to the next level, and then if you go around Sunny Point to the other side, there's like a seventy-five footer there. I'm out. And I can do everything but that 75-footer. I've uh, I've taken myself to the edge many times, and I just can't do it. Uh, I'm willing to do 30. How high is 75 feet? How high is the bunker? So uh, it'd be like... probably 75 feet. Yeah, I'm not interested in that. The risk-reward on that is just not even appealing to me. I'm not really a water sports guy anyway. All of my scouts I've taken there, they've jumped off the big one, but I just couldn't. Seventy-five feet. Oh yeah, and they're like, Geronimo. they don't even think twice about it. Wow. And it, it, like you count of, of them falling, and you get to like six or seven seconds before they hit the water. Wow, they don't even think twice about it. But I've taken myself to the edge, and maybe I'm a little freaked out because one of my other friends did it and banged up his ribs, and I don't know if he broke his ribs, but he he got messed up pretty yeah, good. Yeah, you can hurt yourself. And so, I don't know. I don't know why I can't jump off into that water, but I haven't been able to do it yet. I'd jump off something. I don't know. I'd have to go look at it. Road trip. Let's do it. Yeah. I'm not super adventurous when it comes to that, though. I'll John's got that new Highlander we could just get we, in. We'd all fit. Just leave on like a Thursday night, cliff jump, and then drive right back home. All right. Caving. Oh, Yeah. I love caving. Okay, but we're not talking like I'm going to Timpanogos Cave and someplace I can walk in. We're talking like Nutty Putty Caves where you have oh, to I've crawl been. through. Oh, yeah. I love Nutty Putty Caves. We used to go there all the time when I was attending a certain university. I'm out. I love that place. I'm in. I do get a little bit... There's a There's a a spot in me that when I have to squeeze through something that I'm afraid I'm not going to come back through there. And so I have that little bit of fear. I'm not really claustrophobic or claustrophobic, but when I have to squeeze through something, it, it's kind of like, it's kind of like rock climbing. It's really easy to climb, but if you don't have a rope and you have to down climb, that's the hard part. Right. So I always, in my mind, I'm always like, Oh, I can squeeze through this really easy, but then, can I get back? Can I squeeze back? <laughs> like be stuck in the cave forever. So you know, you know, that's kind of my so my fear there. Caves are dark and brown. I'm not interested. It'd be like crawling around in a rectum. No thanks. Oh, caves are so much fun. Uh uh-uh. uh. What? Especially How are they fun. It's just fun to go climbing around on stuff and finding in the all dark? the little nooks. Uh you, you bring light source, John. I found this nook. In the butthole of the earth. So when we went down no. to when we went down to they closed Nutty Putty Caves, by the way. They did because it's freaking dangerous. Like a, guy, a guy got stuck in there. Yeah, it's dangerous. So when we went down to St. George uh, over spring break, we went out and crawled through the lava tubes. There's a really cool lava tube that it's it's not technical at all. I mean, you don't need any gear or anything. I mean, a flashlight, headlamps, you can get through. But my kids love that kind of stuff too. I would be way more interested in going to Subway than. So, like, you're caving. in for slot canyons? Yeah. Oh, I, love I would slot think canyons. slot canyons are way more dangerous than Slot caves. canyons are very dangerous. I'm not saying that I'm into it because they're less dangerous. I'm just saying they're more interesting to me than. We than should. Brown, moist, gross. No, you see, uh, like, stalactites and stuff like that. 
They're cool. There's some really cool places you could cave. I might be able to be convinced, but I would I would do like the the five sixes, not the thirteen Cs on that. You know. Have you guys ever been I don't to know what you're talking about. Wild Rock Horse? Climbing. No. What? By the Slot Canyon by um by Goblin Valley? No, mm-hmm. I haven't been to Goblin That's Valley. That's a really either. fun Slot Canyon. We should plan a Let's trip. Let's go. Road I'd, trip. I'd, I'd really like to go to those places here. That's a fall that's a good fall break trip. We should plan a fall break. Uh good weather, huh? How much? We talk co- off air about that. Uh, that would be interesting. The cost of a hotel if you want to stay in a hotel or if you want to try to find a place to camp. That'd be fun. Yeah, if you had a couple of people go in on an Airbnb, I mean we could just get a big house and it'd yeah. be pretty cheap. Although take the whole fam. Although with the whole baby coming, I might be in a tricky spot You're there. Out. You're that out. Sounds really fun. He's already making excuses. I'm like, babe, how you feeling? You feeling good? Cool. I'll be back. Uh, I'll be back in a week. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking families. Yeah, me too. I, yeah. I'm totally agreeing. I just was making that joke. All right. Running with the bulls <laughs> or bull riding? Nope. Nope. Just not interested. It's perfectly cool. I would I'm like to try interested. running with the bulls once. I've ridden a bull. But hey, bull. But I, I would like to try running with the bulls. That would be fun, I think. I have nephews who ride bulls, and you know they're they've been doing it since they were little, and they're very good at it. But I have very little interest in me too, and I have very little interest in standing in the path of a twelve giant charging bulls with big giant horns <laughs> with a bunch of idiots who are going to trip me, and I'll end up on the ground being tra- trampled by these said bulls. If I could do it by myself, maybe. I just don't trust all the other idiots running with me to want to do that. Sounds like driving. Yes, pretty much. Swimming with sharks. Yeah. In a cage. I'd even do it outside of a cage where the where the setting's correct. Like in an aquarium. Like I don't want to have any open wounds or anything. <laughs> <You know? laughs> uh it's not that I wouldn't do it. It just doesn't appeal to me. Like I don't really have any interest to swim with sharks. Like I don't I don't think swimming in a cage is fun, and I don't want to be around a bunch of sharks that that'll eat you, eat my arm off or something. I don't <laughs> know. Ski jumping, no, it's winter again. I've taken some pretty hard landings trying to jump on my snowboard or on a set of skis, and it doesn't really appeal to me either. It's it's like hitting concrete. I watched a video. I'll have to send it to you of mountain bikers. Um, starting at the top of a mountain and going to the bottom of the mountain and it's a race and the top of the mountain is full on snow and these mountain bikers are like skiing with their feet on the bike. (laughs) 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 I'll have to send that to you. It was pretty insane. Nice. Heli skiing. So you you get taken up to the highest peak where... Any skiing, I'm out. Where people don't ski and you get dropped off by a helicopter and you got to make your way down the cliff face. I, I know it's cool. I'm just not into skiing. I'm not into the cold. I'm not into that. Yep. No skiing for me. I'm out. I would do it. I love skiing. I love snowboarding. If my body would keep up, I would do it more often. Boxing or MMA fighting? Nope. Just not that kind of guy. Yeah, I'm going to have to pass on that too. Getting hit in the face does not sound like much fun to me. I just, I, I do not understand the point of it. I don't get it. Oh, Fight club. dude, I freaking punch you in the face, Fight bro. Club. I punch you in the face better than you punch me in the face. Bruh. Exactly, bro. It's like, I'm just not interested. It's cool. I, I want to do it. You want to be a fight club? I wrestled all of my life, and there's a lot of wrestlers that moved on to MMA, and it seems like, I don't know if I'd, I'd like to try it a couple you times. You get kicked in the head? I want to make sure kick you in the I head. I want to make sure one somebody time. that's my skill level that I'm I'm practicing with, but I think it just be let me kick you in the head one I, time and see if you want to do it after that. I don't want to get in with like Silva Anderson or, you know, I'm your skill level. Let me kick you in the head. Let's do it. I'll I was it. Let's put on the gloves and let's have MMA. <laughs> I was at the community college and I was doing my No, I don't want to MMA with you. I just want to kick you in the head. No, I want to MMA with you. Let's fight. <laughs> I was tutoring at the time, and I I saw a friend from high school. He came in, and he looked mangled. And I was like, did you fall down a mountain? I had no idea what had happened. And I said, hey, dude, what's up? He's like, hey, how are you doing? What's what's up? Oh, dude, yeah, I just had a fight. I, I do MMA. And I was like, 
I'm good. He's good in 10 days. He's ready to go again. He probably is good in 10 days. He looked mangled. Didn't you see Fight Club? You recover. Vaguely. Hey, the first rule for Fight Club is you don't talk about Fight Club. I'm not talking about Fight Club. I'm talking about the movie. (laughs) You're talking... <laughs> I'm not talking about the actual club. I'm, I'm talking about talking the movie about, about the actual, actual club. club. I'm talking about the movie. Okay, last one. And this one seems cool to me. Train surfing. I don't even know what that is. This is what Justin was saying he did with his dad, kind of. Well, so mm-hmm. I did hobo surf, hobo train surfing, but these guys get on top of passenger cars and stand on the train and then ride the train. Just stand on top of a train? And ride it as it goes. But there's like... No place. I mean, you're on top of basically the roof. There's no place. No, no. Just them in their backpack. Hmm. Would I do that? It depends on how fast the train's going, I guess. I saw a picture on the web of some dude crawling on a bullet train. Well, I know. No bullet trains. I'm out. But a regular train, I mean, I've stood in the back of a pickup that's going 50 miles an hour. That's not a big deal. And I would assume a train is a lot more predictable and less bumpy than a pickup truck. So I might be in for that. Probably not. We should just jump on a train and ride to Wendover. You guys want to do that? That ended so well for you the last time you did it. It was a great trip. It's a memory that I'll always have for the rest of my life. I can't say that I'm super opposed to that idea. but The bus ride home was very not fun, but the train ride was really fun. So as a as a teenager, um, I spent some time in Pennsylvania right next to a railroad uh, big station, and we used to go jump on the trains as they were leaving and coming into the station all the time. It was a lot of fun to catch the trains and get on them. And okay, so here's the four lame ones, and I'll just I'm going to ask you to pick one because I didn't think these were very extreme, or I think they just they had done their title was 25 and they're like oh man we need like six more what can we come up with so to do any of the other ones you have to pick one of these this is the rule mushroom picking diy projects investing in stocks poker or sports betting i i'll do all of those who cares those are easy I don't have no interest in going mushroom picking. So they said it was extreme get, because of the, the area you'd go, you could be attacked by am, animal. I'm like, do you yeah. get to use a pig to help you find the mushrooms? <laughs> no. If, if you get a pig and you get to watch, then I'm in for mushroom picking. Because then you have bacon and sauteed mushrooms. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Delicious. Once you find those mushrooms, you're set. He <laughs> doesn't slaughter the pig. I'm not interested in mushrooms, so that's just not appealing in any way to me. If I'm going to pick one out of these to become my hobby that I have to do on a regular basis, I'm going to say poker. I like to play hold'em. We're talking about making one of these a hobby, like you do it all the time. Yeah. Uh, then I'm going in stocks, I guess. Stocks would be fun. I'd probably do stocks as well just because I'm not really into horse betting and I'm not into poker. That would be a challenge. But it's not because I think that the stock market isn't gambling. It is gambling. I know. That's but why I it's said. informed gambling that's why to I a said certain it's not that extent. I don't think it's gambling. It's just because I think it's, I'm less interested in the It's the safest form of gambling if you're smart. Mm-hmm. But is it? Safer than marriage. I guess poker is probably pretty safe too if you're smart, if you're good at it. My brother wins all the time at poker. I used to love to play Hold'em, but I don't, the ga- the guys here in this in our bunker, any of the guys I hang out with, they the games they want to play don't include poker, so... There's no poker nights. So on our massive road trip now that we're going rock climbing and slot canyoning and mountain biking and parachuting, we can play poker. I think we should go man cave rock climbing tomorrow and then get dinner afterwards. Tomorrow? I don't have anything tomorrow. I could do it. If we go, I'm bringing my son. Maybe. Five, right. six, you could do. We'll have to figure that out. But that's our extreme episode for today. We decided we are all wimpy. Nope, we're hardcore. Maybe a little some, bit hardcore. Some more than others. Some more than others? I'm the most. You are the most hardcore, John, for sure. <laughs> I just looked you up in the dictionary, and there's a picture of John under hardcore. Yep. 
doing all the things we talked about today. Every single one. Yep. That you said you wouldn't do. You, uh, I didn't like them. I'd do them. No, you wouldn't. No, you said you wouldn't. The risk to reward ratio is not <laughs> optimal. <laughs> you lose. All right. Uh, we're out for John. Have a great day. And for Dustin. See you later. Uh, I'm your host, Scott, and we're out. Bye. Thanks again for joining us on this week's podcast. You can find more episodes, show notes, and links at our website at www.regularguysrandomthings.com. You can also find us on all the social media platforms like Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. If you enjoyed this week's podcast, please like, comment, and subscribe on your podcast platform of choice. Once again, thanks for listening, and catch us next week for a brand new episode.